Welcome to Red, White, and Confused. I'm your host, Heather Evans. This week on the show continues our election interviews with candidates across the Southwest Virginia districts running for various positions in 2023. Red, White, and Confused is part of the weekly lineup at WEHC. In the Emory area, you can find us on 90.7. In Wise, we are 90.5. In Clintwood, 90.3. Norton at 91.7. And Pound at 91.3. This set of interviews come from Washington County with the candidates who are running for the Clerk of the Circuit Court. I have sent an invitation to both of the candidates who are running in this county for this position. So first up today is Trish Moore, who is the current Clerk of the Circuit Court. Trish, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you, Heather. Thanks for that invitation. I hope this is informative to all of your listeners. Well, thanks. And I want to start like I do all of these election interviews with a little bit of your background. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and why you decided to seek this position again this year in Washington County? I am Patricia Moore, Clerk of Court, also known by most people as Trish. I am circuit court clerk now. I've been circuit court clerk for 16 years now. <clears throat> I am from Washington County. I've lived here for 52 years. I attended elementary school at Valley Institute. And because when I went to school, there was no middle school system, I then went to John Battle in the eighth grade. After John Battle, I attended business school. And uh, my studies had an emphasis on accounting. After business school, I went to work. And my first job in the legal field was a full-time job with the law office then of Johnson, Cyphers, and Austin. I served as a legal assistant doing their title abstracting and loan closing. After about two years of doing legal assisting work, uh, an opening came at the Washington County Circuit Court Clerk's Office, and I applied. So I got the job. The job started out part-time for about two months. And then after the part-time was over with, I was full-time deputy clerk. I have worked in the circuit court clerk's office since 1990. And I have performed all, all, all duties. I will just say all duties that we have there. And there are a lot as circuit court clerk's office by code has over 800 duties and public services. So I always, my joke to uh, my coworkers, I call my staff, my coworkers, because that's what we do. We work together. I always tell the coworkers and said, you know, we have over 800 duties and I feel like we did them all twice today. You know, sometimes it's, uh, it's like that. But it's the love for the position. That's one of the reasons why I am I'm uh, seeking re-election this year. Um, I have been a deputy clerk. I was chief deputy clerk. I was a certified or a master chief deputy clerk. And then I became clerk of court, elected the first time in 2007. Uh, one year later, I achieved my master clerk certification. I've been a, a master clerk for 15 years. I worked on a statewide committee through the professional association that we have in career development and brought the career development program up to higher educational standards. And during that process, I was one of the first uh, clerks of court to receive my uh, certified court management designation from the Institute of Court Management through the National Center for State Courts. While I was receiving that designation and taking the courses for the designation, I was also uh, training uh, to be adjunct, adjunct faculty with 
the Institute for Court Management, and I teach career development courses through the National Center for State Courts to clerks and deputy clerks across Commonwealth. That's my concentration. The reason I do that is because if you have peer faculty, the cost to the offices is is less to achieve that education. I thought that that's very important. We're not all Metro clerks. We don't all have the big budget. So it's wonderful to be able to offer that to other clerks and deputy clerks because I have a real focus on education and training in, in the office. Circuit court clerk, again, for 16 years. I have been very active in my professional association, the Virginia Court Clerks Association. I've been held several several different offices. I was president of the association in 2019, and I have served on some of their statewide committees. Uh, Since 2008, I've been on the education committee, and we meet four times a year, and we do things for the clerk's offices with, in conjunction with the office of the executive secretary for the Supreme Court of Virginia. We're all on the same, we're all in the same group. We're all in the same room when we make some of the decisions that have to do with um, it goes to court and legal, then it comes back, the interpretation of the law. Then we take that and we put it into educational sessions, materials, and we also write the manuals, all the manuals that are, are written for clerk's offices. Manuals are good stepping stones and, and helpful tools, but that's not how you learn to be a deputy clerk. It's all through hands-on experience to do that. And my group knows how to use their resources very well. And that's one of the things I wanted to achieve by being on the education committee. I've also served on the legislative and executive committees for the Court Clerks Association. And next month, I am to be installed as a ninth district representative for that association. I've also served on um, a couple of statewide commissions and those commissions were uh, pandemic preparedness. We did uh, disaster plans and um, wrote the bench book, wrote the bench book for the judiciary on uh, pandemic preparedness. And I can just say that came in very handy a few years ago. Uh, Another statewide committee that uh, I participated on, the inception of the WINGS uh, program in the Commonwealth of Virginia, that is the Working Interdisciplinary Network of Guardians, and that several states have adopted this, and we got the ball rolling in the Commonwealth of Virginia. This brings a lot of stakeholders into a meeting together to help educate the public, to help share resources for incapacitated persons. And that's very important to me because we, you know, in many of the jobs that we do, we deal with uh, probate fiduciary and, you know, guardians, conservatorships, those types of things. And to help break down the walls of communication there was very important. So I served on on that committee as well. I've worked with the uh, Office of the Executive Secretary at the Supreme Court on technology committees and committees to write separate manuals for new programs and advisory committees on, on those types of things. So I'm running this year again because I had a mission statement when I started, and now I have a vision, more of a vision for where the circuit court clerk's office is, is going to go. But way before that, I can just say at Valley Institute Elementary School, I was in a, we had a civics class, we had a civics unit, 
And during that civics unit, we learned about local government, county government, and how that government worked and who those folks were who held those seats and what their jobs were. And it interested me to the extent that, you know, I kept that in mind for years and years and started um, thinking about local office, government, politics, that type of thing. In 1984, that interest became activism. I started working the polls. I worked polls for several different candidates. And um, at that particular time, I believe I believe that was Ronald Reagan's second uh, run for the presidency. And I ran, uh, I worked polls for, uh, for his campaign. Then it was very exciting. And I started to develop my ideology. Um, I am the Republican candidate for uh, Clerk of Circuit Court. I have been an active member of the Republican Party in Washington County since about 2003. And that interest just kept growing within me. And learning the office, learning its duties, learning its purposes, and and basically the, the blessing that you get from helping others in the public service that we do, that's kind of uh, mainly what fueled the fire. I, and I did like the work. I like the fact that anyone who knows me knows that I have thought I'm writing with both hands. I'm talking on the phone, uh, you know, and I've got several windows open in my head and one's playing music. I mean, people know that I am that I am that person. And this job is so fulfilling in that way. Um, I can get several things done at once and or one thing done or and it's 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 never the same every day. It's never the same. I really enjoy that. And I actually, you know, I feel good about the way that I perform the position of circuit court clerk. That's great. Um, so the one question, because I've had a few people on before who have also been running for the position, I always ask them, you know, a lot of people don't understand what the job is. Can you tell us, I mean, you say, you said just a moment ago that there's a lot of things you're doing. What does the, the, your life look like on a daily basis? Like take a random day. What are the things that you're involved in? First of all, I mean, anyone who's been to the clerk's office and kind of watched us run around and do what we do or uses the clerk's office on a regular basis, which is not all of the county, but they can tell you it just looks like a lot. And, and it is. We are responsible the state court offices are responsible for, and in a nutshell, not 100%, but they do civil and criminal cases. And those cases put on appeal or those cases that are sent to the grand jury, that type of thing, they come to us. We're an appellant court from the state courts. And then from us, the other appellant courts are Court of Appeals and Supreme Court of Virginia. So we're somewhere in the middle of the court structure. Civil and criminal, uh, are those divisions, uh, filing cases, case management, after the filing of those cases, those are some of the things that go on on a typical day. We also have a probate division that's for probating wills. That's for um, if you have a guardian or conservator who is uh, appointed by the court, uh, we take care of the bonds and those kinds of things. Um, and, and also... There are some fiduciary matters, which are matters of uh, that go along with the estate settlement, uh, foreclosures, that kind of thing that that have to be settled out. That's another facet on the multifacets 
that's one. Um, we are in some states it's called register of deeds. We're the keeper of the land records. Those are, you know, the deeds, the deeds of trust, certificate of satisfaction. There's a, a, a map of your property called a plat, those kinds of things. All of that is kept within our office. Those records are taken in and managed as well. Uh, we issue the concealed handgun permits. We issue marriage licenses. We actually, if you, uh, if you come in, you need an oath of office because you have been appointed to a board or commission or as a notary or as, a, let's just say, an inside poll worker, that kind of thing. You have to come in and, you know, you, you take your oath. Uh, we administer oaths of office. Uh, we issue bonds for, for several different types of things that have to do with the cases that are in the office. Um, I know I'm probably forgetting some of these it's you know, just so much at, on, a, on a typical day. But we also not only are a public office in public service, but we're a business as well. You have to run the business in. And so every day we have to analyze financial reports. We have to analyze caseload reports. I have to look at um, each docket and say, this is where we are as far as what we call retention. There's a retention schedule that comes from the Library of Virginia that says, these are eligible for destruction because, you know, these are no longer needed. We try to keep the most accurate and well-kept records that are necessary to the public. Well, you sound very, very busy. And I, I have a question. You mentioned that uh, your staff are your coworkers. So how many people are your coworkers in your office? I currently have one part-time. I have nine full-time deputies and myself. I was going to say it would take a whole team to do everything that you just mentioned. Okay. So I only have one more question for you. It's the question that I end all the interviews with, which is the two minute elevator speech. I tell everyone, especially students, I say one day when you go out into the job market, somebody's going to ask you, you know, sell yourself in two minutes, essentially. So can you tell, and it's two parts. So the first part is why should our listeners go vote this November or you know, early voting, which starts September 22nd. So why should they vote? And then why should they consider voting for you? We've all heard that. I feel like we've all heard that voting is a privilege and it is, but I feel like voting is power. And there's power vested in the people of the U.S. And that's best exercised, in my opinion, through voting. A government buying for the people can't be effective without its citizens using their voice. I'm a firm believer in that. Um, and I also believe that that counts most with uh, local elections on the local level where I, I feel your voice is the loudest, um, where you can be in direct contact with your government representatives and agencies. We have FaceTime together. Uh, I like small government and I like the fact that we can all interact this way. And I feel like your vote is important to make sure that we reflect the service and the duties that are being done correctly best because, you know, local people are voting for local people who does the best job. I'd like to ask that your listeners begin using their voice on September 22nd. That's early voting. That's when it begins. But if you are a traditionalist and you like voting on Election Day, that's November 7th. And I personally am asking 
for your vote. I'm asking for the vote of the listeners, um, no matter no matter when it is that you go in or if you vote absentee. My coworkers and I, we've worked hard to provide uh, the county and its citizens with effective, friendly customer service, accurate rep- record keeping, um, with continued education and training to keep the clerk's office up to date, and the technology user friendly and and effective. Myself as clerk, I take very seriously the duty of managing the office in a professional man, uh, manner. I am a fiscal conservative, and I believe in being a good steward mm-hmm. with uh, state and local resources. I've exercised that in several ways. I have procured over a million dollars in, in, in grants and outside funding to be able to keep my technology and keep the records uh usable since I've been clerk it is a it's that's of utmost importance to me I have tried to use gather as many resources as I can so that I'm not taxing the citizens of Washington County um I've tried to serve the public in a I just want to say a, a, a compassionate and consistent manner caring consistent no matter who you are um, everyone gets to use the clerk's office, and we want to make it a good experience for you when you do. But I'm privileged to remain your circuit court clerk uh, come November. I'm going to continue to serve Washington County with integrity and compassion. I'm going to continue to use my knowledge and experience to serve Washington County effectively because I feel like in the clerk's office, experience matters. Well, great. Now, if someone would like to volunteer on your campaign, how can they reach out to you? I can be reached on um, Facebook Messenger. I can be reached at the email address tsm00re at comcast.net. And anyone who would like to ask questions about the office, ask questions about my candidacy, uh, volunteer, donate, whatever they want to do, donate time. Um, just let me know. I'd, I'd love to. I'd love to hear from some from some folks. Well, that's great. Well, Trish, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me. Like I said, I hope this is informative, and uh, people get a better understanding of what being circuit court clerk entails and what our office does for you. Yes, this was extremely informative. So, thank you for coming on the show, and good luck on your campaign. Thank you very much.